0: Deirdre King is in our studio. Uh, today we're recording in our newsroom. The only reason it's significant is because Deirdre doesn't get to come here. She's in an office or she's actually in studio on the ground. You get to walk around and I'll never forget when they when they gave or assigned you an office the first time you arrived. You wanted to be with us, uh, where, your, where your staff and where your people are. But this is not a Jacaranda FM conversation. Um, she is... Fierce and passionate about marketing, uh, content and brands and companies and purpose and development and brand experience. And if you watch the video uh, that promote this podcast, you'll also see how different Deirdre King is to other women and lady leaders because you surprise me <laughs> sometimes with the things that you say. And and yes, you do lead with transparency and, and empathy. And first of all, welcome. <clears throat> Thank you. I won an award recently, and I dedicate this award to you.
1: Sure. Thank you, Lottie. You are going to make me cry just before we start. That's beautiful.
0: I've worked in radio for 21 years, and to know that there's a woman bestie, that senior leadership, there's a part of you that goes, oh, yes, women should be in leadership, and that's wonderful, and all the things that we say to the media, right? But then on the other side, I'm like, ha, my, my sister is going to show you. You know, it's like we are represented, and that feels really, really good. And I want to thank you. Thank you. But, you know, I know so much about you that I want to tell your story on your behalf. Who is Deirdre King? Sure, that's quite
1: a question because there's been so many years. So I think um, I'm a lot older, so I've done a lot of years, and I've been so many things, um, from film producer to marketer to having my own agency, developing a range of Pure Mineral Cosmetics, um, working in chicken at Nando's, the Walt Disney Company, and now at Jacaranda. But I think central to all of that, um, she, Deirdre, is someone that really does think purpose and and things with purpose are important, whether it's personal purpose or a business's purpose. I think, for me, it is about growing people. Uh, It's very, very important. And I love people that want to grow and that are open to growing because growth also happens through pain. So it's when people actually embrace that and say, this is what I'm going to learn from it. That's when we grow. So I think that those are the things that excite me. You know, you talk about uh, that. here I'm representing. I have to tell you how happy I am to be able to represent. Mm. I think that's really important. Um, More often than not, we find that women don't necessarily support other women in business. That's such a huge conversation. Um, And I've always felt that we lead by by lifting um, and for me I know that if I one day when it's my turn, turn to to leave this planet I want to know that I've, I've changed somebody's life at the very least if not many people's lives so that's who I am
0: I was asked a question today and it got me thinking because the question was asked by a man and he said What's the, the best thing about being a woman in South Africa? But there's a second part of the question. And so the first part I answered as a woman, but I couldn't help but go to the fact that I am now in my 40s and that I'm also a mother to South Africa. Hmm. And even though you haven't birthed physical children There's a side of you that is extremely mothering. Like when I am sad at work, I don't want to come to you and be great. I want to hug you and cry. You know, I want to. What what do you think is that part of you? Like if you had to explain that nurturing side of leadership, which I do think some of us don't have as female leaders in the workplace. What do you think sets you apart? I think. So I think it's important that that all leaders have different
1: things, and, and nurturing for me. Um, perhaps it is because I never had children, so I, I've collected a tribe, um, and and everyone is my children. And I've got this incredible tribe. I've got this amazing, amazing tribe. I think you know, there are different things that different leaders need and different organisations need, and they're different moments. So some moments I'm definitely not the the nurturing mm. type when you, when you've got to make difficult decisions, but you have to create um safe spaces so whether it's nurturing some days it's about empathy some days it's it's about getting the job done so um yeah I think I think I have my tribe and they're the people
0: that I care about and I collect as I go the second part of the question was what's the worst thing about being a woman in South Africa sure there's so
1: many worse things about being a woman in South Africa because we fight every single day we we are we wake up in the morning and the first thing you think about is your personal safety and the safety of your family and your children and the people you love and all of that. So, Because there's so many of those kind of issues in our country that we've really got to face. And that's hard with being a woman. And then you walk into business and you constantly feel like you have to prove yourself and that you've You've got a reason. There's like you've got to prove the reason that you're in the boardroom or the reason that you're in a meeting. A lot more than I think our male counterparts. I do think it's changing, which I think is encouraging. I look at I look at Jack where we are now, and I do feel that there are changes that are happening. And mm. and I think that's important is we've got to embrace and and celebrate the changes that are happening. But it is tough being a woman in South Africa. It absolutely is.
0: When people meet you, you are Deirdre King. I mean, your LinkedIn profile is lush and. Uh, like, I wouldn't mess with you for days, okay? But what people forget is is that you're also a woman and that even as a leader, you could be vulnerable and that you have been followed in your car and that someone has tried to attack you before. And sometimes you live alone and you c- could be scared. Or being at the top is lonely. Mm. And yesterday, I learned something. I, I, I learned something from a really dynamic woman who... I really like, she's a mountain climber. And, and then she said the following, she said, keep dreaming, dream, dream, dream. And she said, and when you get that dream, now you start working. Because in order to stay the CEO and in order to stay the MD, you've dreamed all your life. And now what, I have to work? I don't want to dream, you know? It sounds like a hard work.
1: I don't know, I dreamt in grade two I was asked what did I want to be. I wanted to be the president. Now definitely I'm reassessing <laughs> that. But I think you're right. And but the beauty's in the work because so you discover so many other dreams that you didn't realise that you had in the work. So working's the cool part actually. It is. Yeah, it is. Like for me, every day there's a new challenge. There's a new, I meet a new person. I mean, even today I came into a new part of the station that I haven't come into. So you, you just, I think it's how you approach stuff. I think if you approach it with the knowledge that actually every day can be a new dream. Um, it's, yeah, I think the work is the dream.
0: How did you know which decision to make at which time? I mean, I remember your appointment to the company that you work with now, Jacaranda FM, and it's not like you were stuck or or alone or poor or, you know, I, I always find it interesting when I include myself, when we're in a position that's already good and we get headhunted to be somewhere else and you accept the challenge knowing that there's work to do, right? But you accepted anyway. And at the time I know what what was the deciders for me. But you you left South Africa and went overseas and got stuck and eventually went to New York. Like how, how do you you worked for Disney? Like why are you at Jacaranda FM? You know, why are you with me? Like surely you could have stayed a film producer or or the Mineral Maker Project. I, I still wear some of your minerals that by the way, you can't buy in the shops because it's packed away. We'll get to that in a while, um, which is really incredible. You could have been a, a booming beautician business owner that sells lipsticks like Hannon. <laughs> you know, how how do you make how do you just how do you know it's time to move? So I love change.
1: And so I think I'm quite a change agent. Um I'd also lead to my own redundancy. So on the Disney question, I'd got to a stage where there were people within my team that were me and I was standing in their way. Um, wow. Oh, so, my
0: word. And that
1: kind of happened at Nando's as well. I mean, my previous job where Carissa found me was I realized that actually my time was up, that palesa wa- should be me. I was standing in her way. And, and so the decision was exciting because it was work. It was going to be a new challenge and it was going to be all of those things. So the decision to come here was about, my word, I've never been in radio. That sounds cool. Like, what are the things that I'm going to learn? How am I going to grow? How am I going to grow people with my learnings? Um, who am I going to put in my succession plan so that in a few years' time I'm no longer required here? Wow. And that I can move on to my next project, my next challenge, my next change.
0: That's a very courageous way of leading because most people who walk into like if, if it, let's just say as a broadcaster we could be insecure and if there's a succession planning play I don't know if I want to hand over you know mm-hmm. we just want to pack up and go you you are really brave and and courageous has mm-hmm. it been good.
1: It's been amazing. And they're part of my tribe. I still see them. It's so funny. I mean, I saw some some of my old team, my old, old team, they came to my house. Uh, we were doing a screening party. And they arrived, hey, boss. And I'm like, I haven't been your boss in like 10 years. I'm still stuck like, on the screening party. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we were going to screen some new content. But I mean, and that's that's cool because you collect mm-hmm. this tribe and you watch these people's growth. And you kind of just see how amazing – They become, because you you identified that potential right in the beginning, and then to be proven right is one of the most amazing things in the world. Wow. But have you not burned one single bridge in all of that? No. Not one. In fact, I I still see people from my tribe from 20 years ago and mm. you know and I think that's 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 what we've got to let go of the fear and I think sometimes that's why women potentially don't support other women because there's this fear that they're going to get replaced but you're just going go to go onto your most amazing next and they're going to become amazing in in whatever position that you've helped them in so I think we've got to let go of fear because
0: there's enough for all of us right 100% I've always said there's enough place in the sun for everybody my sister used the analogy of a pool. She says when all of us jump in, we'll all get wet. Mm, absolutely. What's around your hand? It's a
1: red bracelet. Yes. So it is a an eight knot protection bracelet. So yeah, I've always I, I wear it until it falls off and then it gets replaced. What role does meditation play in your life? meditation is very important i meditate twice a day otherwise i think i'd go completely loopy i won't lie because there's a lot going on in this head of mine so the only way that i can just calm it down is through meditation so i meditate in the morning and then just before i go to bed at night
0: do you sleep at night not really
1: i struggle i struggle to fall asleep so I'm, i'm about to test some new vitamin patches that apparently help you sleep so i'm excited what do you think about everything and the most bizarre stuff like you just think about everything and And I suppose that's where you kind of, when your brain is or your mind is free enough to really go and have like look at um, different angles. Like I often, so you'll often hear me talk about, let's look at something with a different lens. It's the time that I use to look at things at the different lens. Because I think if we keep looking at things with the same lens, we're going to keep doing the same stuff. So it's a time that I use to test different lenses on different, perhaps challenges from the day or challenges from the week or something that I'm going to be faced with tomorrow.
0: It's how can I look at it differently? Have you ever been in a position where you had to fire someone? No. Were you ever fired? No. So so firing
1: someone... I don't know if it's firing somebody. I have had staff that have worked for me where we've mutually agreed that the time had come. Um, I've never gone, you're fired, like, <laughs> like on the, the Apprentice. Uh, I kind of thought I'd be cool at that if it was a show that wasn't real. Even me. I'd be great at that. Right. Um, I've also, no, I've never been fired. I've never had even the mutual dis, um,
0: separation conversation. Mm. Um, no. What's the hardest thing in leadership other than, and I know this, not from you, but from every woman that has sat in that chair where you are, and every woman that I know who is part of an executive board, that it's really lonely at the top because in our minds, you're made of steel, and you don't have feelings, and we can say what the hell we want, and... You just have to deal with it because you're strong and you have a nice car and your hair is pretty and you have a really nice suit on. <laughs> <laughs> she has a good quality man alive. I'll talk about your dress sense just now because a I have a grey wool moment that I just remembered. But what's what's the hardest thing about being in leadership? I think it is the loneliness.
1: Um Sometimes you have to make really hard decisions. You've got to make tough decisions that might affect one or two people, but you've got to make the decision to protect the greater. So those are sometimes really hard decisions. Um, I try and really make those kind of decisions as fairly and as empathetically as I can. The loneliness is hard, and particularly because I live on my own as well. So sometimes when I'm grappling with with an, a challenge or a problem or whatever it's hard because there's no one that you can discuss it with um it is certainly the loneliness
0: i live with six people and it's really hard taking anything home because none of them want to listen they just want to talk about themselves well then we should get together (laughs) (laughs) it was the height of COVID. the country was scared my listeners were afraid we thought it was the end of the world i taught my children that our father In case they needed to say it. I recorded it. In case they needed to hear it. That morning I came into Jacaranda FM. Wearing a mask. There was no one in the building. And this place that is usually a hub of broadcasting coolness. Was quiet. Mm. You could hear and break the silence. And in through the door. Walks a grey It looked like a cashmere wool coat with a mask. Your hair was beautiful. And you had full makeup on. And I was like, full makeup in COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Who wears full makeup in COVID? And you came closer and you were carrying a Woolworths bag, which ended up being someone's food who was sleeping in the building to try and keep things alive Mm. because we weren't sure what was going to happen. And then something happened. I gave you a hug. You did. And that's how we met the first time. Yeah. And it felt so nice. I mm. don't know how nice it felt for me. Because <laughs> I hadn't <laughs> had any hugs. It felt so, so good. Mm. And it felt good for a whole... Now, now I want to cry. Because it felt good for a whole lot of reasons. That, you know, we, we don't often see women leadership. And we don't get to see you. When I say you, it's like your calibre of honesty and truth and support, you know? And it's like I wanna take a video and say to some of my corporate clients, look at Deirdre. look out. Can you see? Okay, now we're gonna do now we're gonna do this to our teams and we're gonna speak to them the way she speaks, you know. If you could in that woolen coat and your full makeup with that Woolworths bag under your arm She never claimed it back from the business, by the way. (laughs) If you could give your younger self some advice, the one who never knew that her parents would grow old, the one that would have a relationship and a very good one with all of her siblings and family, the one that would help a lot of people in broadcasting, even though you've never had a day of radio broadcasting, you've never been on the mic, I think this is maybe your fourth or fifth time this year. But if you could give your younger self some advice, what would it be? I think
1: it would be believe in yourself more because you've got this. I think it would be like let go of the fear because I think sometimes fear holds us back. So it would be around having more courage because everything will be all right because even in the mistakes that you make, there's a lesson. So I still suffer from it a little bit, um, this need for perfection. Um and I think that's where we cripple ourselves um because I think we do ourselves a disservice if we're trying so hard to be perfect all the time and it's a lesson I'm desperately still trying to learn um because I do like perfect and I expect perfect from me um so those be the things I would definitely tell my younger self is just let go of the fear because it's actually it's all going to be okay the COVID, I mean, look at what, look at COVID. Like we, none of us thought we, we were going to end up here. I mean, I had done two weeks of quarantine and then we went into COVID and then I started a new job. Um, and that's why I was here with the Willie's bag. Cause I was more concerned about Andrew who like, was he eating, <laughs> was he drinking green juice and, and proper stuff? So I went to Willie's to buy him nutritional stuff. I don't know what I was thinking, but I was more worried about that. Like I was so worried that he was living on takeout How like, um, Sometimes it's just about when you care for others, you care for yourself. But I think also put yourself first more often than other people because then you have the capacity to care for more. Those would be the things I would tell myself.
0: You'll get through it. You have done an extraordinary job, in my opinion, in this organization. And I don't think without your leadership, we would have made it. That's my opinion. This is a podcast for all and you can comment on it and you can share and share like and do whatever you want to do. I I I needed you in COVID. I still need you, because post COVID for broadcasters were even harder. Mm, you know? Agree. We we had in COVID we were we were psychologists and motivational experts and preachers <gasps> yeah. and we were all good. and then when when most people settled, we all Went through something, you know, that that looked a little bit different for everyone. Yeah. Um, I swapped therapy for a coach, you know. We we went through big changes. Quick fire. Great. <laughs> Do you like a title? No. Oh, okay. I was hoping you'd see.
1: <laughs> so, in fact, so much so that when I had my own business, I wasn't the managing director. What were you? So, I asked my staff, what should my title be? And they said Wonder Woman, which is now my Twitter handle. I saw that. Yes. Is that where it comes That's from? That's where it comes from. Love that. What were three of your biggest wins? Recently or in my life? In your life. Um, becoming a film producer, getting a job at the Walt Disney Company. Who would have thought somebody in Africa like... Would get this job that I dreamed about since I was 18 years old, um, and getting to work with people like Robbie Bros
0: and at Nando's. Wow, great He's a, wins. He's a great yeah. yeah. But now you had me curious. So what were three of your most recent wins? Uh, getting a job at Jacaranda. <laughs> um
1: being able to to lead this business through really trying times and and doing a great job because I've got a really great team and I think sometimes people just need to be seen mm-hmm. and then they become great or they or their greatness is revealed. Th- those are wins. Getting through COVID was a win. And I don't think we've got through it. I think COVID is kind of, as we through it. But like, have we 100% as human beings
0: reconciled it? When did you have the least money in your life? When I had my own business. When did you have the most? When
1: I was at varsity really, yeah, all your money is disposable income, right? when you start it doesn't oh, matter what word. you're earning, it's what you're spending
0: uh, on your LinkedIn, I mean I, I know your story too well, so reading LinkedIn is like I'm reading about someone else, you know um, but what is your biggest brag? like if we were all at a tea party and everyone had too much wine uh, and they' all talking about themselves, you know what what would your one liner be? I was the head of marketing of the Walt Disney Company Africa <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you see, I love, I love, oh my word, I love me a Deirdre. Um What's the one piece of clothing in your cupboard that you've held onto, hoping that you'd fit into again? Probably 80% of like, my wardrobe <laughs> at the moment.
1: Like, haven't we just gone through COVID? <laughs>
0: <You> <laughs> but I do have, still have a pair of jeans from varsity days. I can't with you. Her, her shoulders are a size 14, okay? She hardly has a bum. so she... <laughs> This is my boss that I'm talking about, and yes, I did look at a bum. So. what's what's your wishes for your team? Like, if if this was a town hall and um, and it was your last speech to us, what what would you wish us? Like, wh- what do you wish we become? I think you are what you are already
1: but i would wish you to just grow and just see yourselves for who you are because i think like you're magical so i think it's about that like see yourself through my
0: eyes that's what i would wish for people where do you think god lives inside us if you had a baby would it be a girl or a boy a girl would you get another dog
1: so it's so interesting you asked me that question. I this is quick fire, but I'm fostering a little baby at the moment. Shut up. You didn't yeah. tell us? So I'm fostering a little, beautiful little girl.
0: She's She was she was mauled by a dog. I, did, I didn't mean to say shut up. Sorry, I'm <laughs> so in the moment. I am very sorry that I said that if you have young people listening. You must never say shut up to grown-ups. Shut so, the front door. Shut the front door. So I'm fostering, and it's so interesting because she's a
1: beautiful little girl. She was... um a, she was at a vet. She had been mauled by big dogs and we, mm-hmm. they couldn't find the owners. And I didn't want her to end up at the SPCA. So I brought her home. And it's interesting, when I came home, I thought to myself, I think I've made a mistake. Mm. Um, I'll continue fostering her until I find her a home as great as mine. Um, but I'm not sure I'm ready. I don't think I'm ready. Did she sleep in your baby's beds? No, I got rid of all my baby stuff when they passed on, but I did buy her a new bed and she in fact sleeps on the pillow next to me. (laughs) Gosh, are we going to save the world? I hope so. I just, I just don't know if there are enough of us that want to.
0: Follow Deirdre King. She's one of my besties. You're one of mine. (laughs)